the Lionel podcast, where we get ourselves into terrible, awful, horrible situations. And uh, it's all Patrick's fault. Okay. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's all it's all your fault, what we're oh, doing right now. Okay. All of it. From uh, the mm-hmm. second you stepped out of that river <laughs> to, <laughs> to now. It's all your I fault. I didn't step out of that river. I was dragged out of that river. This is relatively not that bad compared to a lot of the stuff you guys that's you true three have been yeah, yeah 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 we're really just getting started yeah yeah like this ain't that bad why are you saying this is bad well because i'm imagining echo shooting this bow at alamander or uh veer and vex and vivin vivin is it yeah. i can't read my own handwriting hell was, yeah i thought it was vexer vivin vexer yeah it's Vivin Vex. Is okay. it? Okay. I have it written down as Vivin Vexer. Same. <sighs> Maybe it's Vivin Vexer. It is now. Okay. Well, you heard it here f- first, folks. <laughs> well, technically they heard it last episode first. Just... Well, I mean, they still heard it here. First, oh, yeah. On the podcast. Well, I'm sipping on uh, <laughs> The only place it exists. I'm sipping on Numi's aged Earl Grey for this uh, for this session. Sponsor us. Newbie, sponsor us, yeah. Yes. In your in our dreams. Um, oh shit! Wow. Do you guys want to just jump right into it? Yeah, I kind of do. Well, okay, let's okay. let's talk about like where we are. Yeah, let's give us a little. That's what uh, I mean by fresher. jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You right. to, like jump right into the game. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're skipping the cold open, boys. We're getting right into the action today. Okay. Well, good. we're people of initiative. All good. right. You didn't tune in to hear us babble. We're getting right into the fucking fantasy landscape, man. Or maybe you did, in which case. You're SOL, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just today listen we are to the spry. next one. We are very spry. All right. So, you guys are abandoned. Abandoned by Spadefoot, your companion. Mysteriously <laughs> wow. fled off in the middle of the night. Uh, yikes. You saved a pistol. You made it back to your tower. Mm-hmm. Only to find... Um, that the tower was doing pretty good, had a lot of food, had a lot of money. And this was because the Emerald Crown is sponsoring the Watchtower um, to an extent in order to use them basically as mercenaries against um, the Crimson Crown. Arlo liked the idea because she liked money, but she doesn't know that you guys took a contract from Azantica to go and hunt down this uh, essentially political seizure of the Crimson Crown by the name of Vivin Vex. Um, you also met a new companion who uh, made his way into the watchtower. Yep. And uh, from a from a reception or re- excuse me, a uh, a message sent out by Echo in a time of desperation. Um, you here is Emerald Ether, an agent of the. Woohoo! Uh, you didn't have to spoil the name of the network because that hasn't been spoken at all yet. Fuck. <laughs> So you met this guy, <laughs> and you find this new companion who made her made his way into the tower, um, some sort of member of a shadowy organization responding to your distress call in the Sunder Echo, um, and they have shown up. You found that him and Arlo are not necessarily on the best footing, um, <laughs> and you guys took a contract from Azantica to go down to Tail Swap and take out this guy, Vivin Vex, um, a Crimson Crown, basically like a political seizure. Like he 
you know from Azantica for what she said that this guy typically goes into towns and tries to gently bring about the the presence of the Crimson Crown in that area. Um, so you guys are being sent down there to take him out before he can do such a thing to tail swap a, for the time being, completely sovereign town. Um, so you made your way down. You discovered some sort of strange hulking figure in the forest, like a man encapsulated in armor. I believe Herbert thought that it was basically a prisoner, but um, mm-hmm. on further upon further investigation, you realize that this maybe at one point was a prisoner of the Crimson Crown, but has more or less become like a mindless drone of walking armor, um, an agent of them in some capacity. You guys made your way into town under cover of hay in the back of a wagon. <laughs> Snuck oh, into God. an alley. Found a, um, found a hidden hidey hole that the uh, people, the organization that Emerald Ether here is a member of, left you guys. Um, or, you know, agents of that in general to escape the town's view. Um, then, finally, you heard a ruckus outside. Echo made her way out into the alleyway and with the help of her eldritch magic flickered teleported to the top of this rooftop drew her bow and you are now overlooking what essentially appears to be a small parade um it's a moving gathering of people around lord alamander on top of this big black ox um he's wearing very fine white armor there's some tarnishing around the shoes but for the most part he looks very presentable, exceptionally so. Almost like like stage presentable. Um, no one man should be so clean and finely adorned. This guy looks like he has never traveled. His head and his neck are sort of fused into the shoulders of the armor. Um, you don't see his face or neck. They're just like covered in different layers, like scales almost. Uh, a hood of metal. And atop that, kind of spurting out of it, are multiple tendrils of red crimson colored metal that kind of form this jagged crown atop his top his head um you see a couple of things up here echo but i would like you to make a wit check to see how much of those things you you actually spot okie doke that's a 10 10 okay so you see this crowd first thing you notice is that a lot of people are just here to watch and don't necessarily look that appeased to this like parade that's going through town. A lot of them have scowls on their faces. There are people that are closer to it and sort of following them a little bit that are smiling and jovial and like throwing little flower petals. You know, it's not, not often when somebody like this arrives in a town, despite anybody's beliefs here. Um, but it seems to be a good 50, 50 like mix of people that are very happy that he's here and people that are very, uh, upset that he's here. Um, you also, of course, notice Vivin Vex, um, or Vivin Vexer, who is this Crimson Crown general at the head of the parade. Um, big mohawk of hair, like sort of swooped back, like a tendril that sort of hugs the back of his neck. Uh, breastplate, pretty fine armor. He's leading this charge. And there's, you know, a spattering of Crimson Crown around here. What do you guys want to do? Well, in particular, Echo, what do you want to do about this? I mean, the very first thing that she's doing, she sees this 50-50, right? Right. Um, she's still just trying to get a vibe on what's going on here. Because when we first came in here, it didn't seem like they were 
in trouble. Mm, yeah, it doesn't look like they're in trouble. Um, you know, if in terms of like wanting the aid of of the Crimson Crown, is that what you mean? Like this town being in trouble? Yeah. Yeah, they look pretty stable. Um, the buildings are all made out of squared stone um, with winding alleyways. I mean, despite its size, it's actually a very like well-built-up town. They've got those big warped wood walls that you saw before. Um, in terms of what's going on here, they look like they're all headed towards that big yurt in the middle of town. Can I tell what the purpose of that yurt is? Mm. Um, roll wit. It's to do yurt stuff. Uh, 11. Being in the center of town, it's definitely some sort of town gathering place. Um, beyond that, you don't <coughs> see any regalia outside, adornments. Um, you do see that the doorway, the archway um, that leads inside into the interior of the yurt is like especially heavily carved with like what looks to be very small, minute murals that were carved into it by hand, like with wooden uh, with hammer and chisel. Um, but nothing in particular on it or about the situation really tells you what it's all about. You don't know. And how far away are they, are Vivin and Alamander? They are just now passing below you. They're about, I'd say, 80 feet away from you. You know, they're out in the middle of the street. They're not, like, directly underneath you, but they're pretty close. Yeah, they're right within range. They're right within bow range. Yeah. yeah um, do that. How far, so... Herbert and E are still in, like, the same area as that little nook in the alleyway. How far is it out to the main area? Oh, it's a, it's a ways. You know, you got to kind of take a left, or take a right, rather, to get back onto the main street. I'd say about 150 feet of walking. Okay. I just want to know if there's, like, if I can get to at least the end of this alleyway and see if I can check out what this noise is, because Herbert and I don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay. Um, so, is Herbert going with you? Um... So describe me to me the uh, the ground that's like that we're on. Is it like muddy at all? Uh, yeah, it's somewhat muddy. Um, I wouldn't say it's as muddy as Ghoul's Crest was. Yeah. Um, but you know, with the melted snow, it's hard packed dirt. But it has with the melted snow, like the top layer of it has sort of formed into a little bit of mud. Okay. I mean, can you like give me an idea of what the color is? Um, just soft, curious. oaky brown. Soft, oaky brown. Yeah. Okay, so I think um, I've been thinking about this. Um, Herbert's going to try and take some of this mud and just try and get it, like, as much as he can and then, like, wipe it on top of his tattoos on his head. Okay. Ooh. So that way they might not oh, be... Oh, no. Immediate. You're so fucking smart. Well, Justin. yeah, last 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 episode, I do remember saying that Herbert braided his beard a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and he's going to try... Of course, he's got that hood, so... You know, people won't be able to immediately see tattoos on his head. Maybe it's just like, oh, shadow, or maybe it's really shitty hair. Right. Uh, yeah. But he's got a little bit of that mud on top of his head now, so it's not immediately noticeable that yeah. he's this individual that's got, a, you know, he's famous now. He's famous. He's I'm famous. just kicking he's myself famous. because you're like, what color is the mud? And I was like, oh, you know, the Herbert exact color, color yeah. of Herbert's skin. <laughs> like, I had no idea where you were going with this. I thought it was a spell or something. I'm so fucking butt mad right now. Good. That's awesome. And of course, you know, like his vest and all that, it's yeah, covered yeah. up by his coat and... Well disguised. Yeah, because you're a wanted man by these guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remind you. Yep. Which yep. I don't, obviously, but I'm reminding yep. the people listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. Um, so yeah, uh, after he does that, he's going to try and catch up to uh, 
old uh, emerald ether over here. All right. You guys make your way to the front of this alleyway where it connects with the street. Still sort of, you know, in dim light away off the street. Still pretty well hidden. And you see this this whole escapade too. Um, I think the only person you can recognize of Crimson Crown here is probably Alamander as there are, you know, a, a pretty big horde of people between you and the, the parade. Whereas Alamander's sort of risen up on this ox and you can see him. Um, He's just sort of like scanning the crowd. You can see these two black, like, like obelisk dents, uh, or excuse me, obsidian dents inside his armor that sort of curve in towards where the eyes would be. Um, very hollow looking. And he's just sort of like looking around at all of these people. Um, yeah, but you see, you see what's up. Go ahead and roll a wit check, Herbert. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 17. 17. Oh, nice. Yeah, you also spot Echo um, right across the street up on one of these, uh, the roofs of these sort of like stone, cold gray brick places, um, making your way bow in hand, sort of dressed in like soft, um, ruddy red robes, makes her way to the ledge, sort of like peeks down in the crowd, draws an arrow. Do oh. I see this? Oh, fuck. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll say so. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, um, definitely she's gonna not like, like nudge yet. E yeah. and be like, uh, you know, we'll take a look at that. Oh, no. To be clear, Echo, this is across the street. This okay. is about the time that you notice it as well, I would say. Okay. Um, it's you. The, uh, well, for, for them, like, Echo's not drawn. Like, she has drawn an arrow, mm -hmm. but she's not, like, pulled back and aiming. Okay. She's just got it out ready. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. This is a touchy situation. Yeah, it is. Yep, definitely not the time to be, you know, pulling out a pistol. How many um, Crimson Crown are around Alamander and Vexen? Or Vexer? Um, Vex. Vivin Vex. Vivin. You just call him Vivin. How many crown are around them? Mm -hmm. um, there's two or three, I'd say. Can't really make it out from this angle. And what I was saying, Patrick and Echo, to be very clear, like, they can't see you. And you can't see them. But you guys are all seeing Echo on the other side of the street. On top of the rooftop. Drawing an arrow. Doppelganger. Oh! And I can't see... That no, that's what I was saying. Like you, this is probably about the time that you notice. Okay, because you're a little bit higher above her. Okay, so okay. I can see her so, way over there. Yeah. Mm. How far away? Okay. Uh, oh, she's across shit. the street, so about 150 feet away from. Balls. Yeah, I know. Told you I was very excited about this episode. Good. So we think it's just Echo. I mean, you can think what you want, but it looks like Echo's across the street yeah but like she's definitely had a wardrobe change a pretty quick wardrobe herbert change. definitely recognizes that yeah i don't think emerald ether does no but like, not yeah. at all herbert definitely like well, in a snap. Oh, ruddy red robes versus patchworked scavenged armor no bullshit you're wearing fucking neo's jacket yeah oh yeah that's right i am <laughs> yep. wearing neo's jacket yeah yeah wearing yeah. like a black high collared trench coat basically yeah. with like the the silver scroll work along the collar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand what's happening the now. For a second I was like, I know. I know. Exactly. Because yeah. it's okay. a very confusing situation. All yeah. right. So, I mean, like, we, uh, Herbert would definitely point that out to E and be like, 
that's not right. That that's not that's not her. What do you mean? I don't think that that's her. I think that, that is someone else pretending to be Echo. This oh, is about to be right. bad. This is about to be really bad. Yeah, it's going to be pretty bad, isn't it? Okay. Well, I mean, let's just uh, do something, and yeah. I'm going to move forward. Okay. Um, and get closer to this general situation without drawing lots of attention to myself. Okay, roll agility. What is Echo, not Echo, what is the doppelganger doing? What she, does it look like she's doing? She has just reached, kind of hunched down, just reached the edge of the roof where there's sort of a, um, sort of like a balcony banister that she's hunched behind and she's just now drawn a bow and is starting to pull it back. She's not looking down in a crowd right now. She's just hunched over, purposefully drawing drawing the bow, but not aiming at anything, not not even looking at the crowd yet. And just to double check, it's definitely like a physical bow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not bow. Okay. bow. Yeah, it's not All right. echoes. Herbert like, would etheric. absolutely know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. He doesn't know she. What'd you get for your agility? 12. 12. Okay, so yeah, you make your way through this crowd, you know, kind of brushing shoulders. It's a little tough, but you're, I'm large. you're pretty big, you're pretty imposing. Um... It's not hard to sort of push your way through these filthy peasants. Wow, that's definitely not. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you get a little closer and you're sort of within the crowd now. You definitely stand out being taller than all of them. Oh. Um, but, you know, trying to trying to remain stealthy. What exactly are you doing? Um, well, what is the crowd doing? Well, some of them are just standing here and watching um, this parade go by. Others are sort of like walking with them towards the Europe. I will just stand and watch, and um, we know that they're... See, the problem is, um, Emerald doesn't know, like, who all we're looking for, because Herbert obviously notices, like, hey, that's not Echo, that's someone else, and um, can we see actual Echo? No. No? Okay. you can't. Okay. Where's Herbert? Is he right, just chilling? Right behind you. Cool. I think that we need... Okay, so, like, this parade, is it, like, a cleared street? Yeah. Where if, we're like, we tried to cross the street, we would immediately be noticed? Um, or is it, like, closing up behind yeah, the procession? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are closing up behind. Yeah, okay. I think, okay. I think that then we need, we need like, to make a cross. Yeah, we yeah. need to cross, like, cross this within the crowd or behind yes. the crowd where all the attention is. Okay. You're already and, partially in there. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and, of course, keeping an eye out for, like, any guard that might notice Herbert, specifically. Okay. Um, Herbert, go ahead and roll agility. And I'll say E goes with you on this because he's already kind of up in the crowd. Yeah. This is you guys trying to get across the street. Oh, you want me to roll again? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You're with Herbert. You're already in the crowd. You made your roll. Gotcha. You got this. Yeah. I mean, what could it be? A one? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. The yeah. only thing how I about, can make how this How about you bad. not jinx me in this situation? <laughs> That's like my job. Fucking birthday cake die. <laughs> God. 16. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Herbert kind of picks up behind you. You see the movement sort of down near your knees. <laughs> and uh, the two of you meet back up and sort of slowly, casually, kind of half following, but, but half going towards the other side of the road, um, end up stealthily and carefully on the other side um and you're right in front of this building that the echo echo you saw <laughs> up at the roof would be at um what do you guys want to do now what are you up to echo what is doppelganger doing doppelganger is she aimed just, yet has not aimed no 
Is she looking into the crowd? She is looking into the crowd now, yes. Has she seen me? Doesn't look to be. Now, like I said, you're above her. Um, her eye line is definitely looking down at an angle on the crowd. She's not noticed you at all. Quick scan um, around. Do I see Adrian? Um, no, I'm not going to make you roll for that. You look around because you've got a pretty good vantage point here. You don't see any sign of the archer. Do I see... Um, do I see him, the obsidian skinned man? No. no. I figured it'd be pretty easy to spot him. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like on the other side. Yeah. Oh. Just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, got you, bitch. <laughs> God. I'm going to pop your head like a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this, this doppel echo yeah. is looking into the crowd? Yes. Just sort of, sort of scanning around. Does she look like she's found what she's looking for? No. Okay. So, uh, do you want to, let's, I mean, let's cut that off, I guess. Well, not physically, but sort of cut her line of sight off, or... You you seem to know what's going on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a doppelganger. Oh, fun. Yeah, no, no, not at all. No, I mean, Uh, that's just... Do you want to try and get on the roof? Sure. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. All right. I mean, like, I'm all for killing Vivin, but this is just going to make it worse. This seems part of the problem that I've been called for yeah. and my issue. Yeah. All right. How high are the fucking walls here? Uh, about 20 feet up. Okay. Barrels, crates, anything to climb on at all? Yeah. You peel around the back alley and do see that there are a number of barrels and crates sort of half stacked against it to where I'd say it goes about 10 feet up the wall. Question. Answer. Can I see Eleanor? No, no, you don't see anybody um, like that. We would have a much larger problem if Eleanor was here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nah, just like scanning the rooftops themselves, which is what you're looking at. Can't really see into the alleyways on the opposite side, but scanning the rooftops, scanning the streets, you don't see anybody else in their little crony gang. No okay. Pr- no prison stripes. No prison stripes around. I'll ask Herbert, so uh, is anyone else that this person travels with? Yeah, there's a that few. That we should keep an eye out for? Yeah, there's a few. But that seems to be the immediate problem. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, so, I could toss you up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tr- I'm tr- I mean, it's just... I'm pretty heavy. Okay, we'll just, we'll just climb on the crates, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if nothing else, like, we get yeah, up no, there we can just... I could just... Use you like a ladder for the last 10 feet. Oh, you <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. This is like ultimate tall and small. Yeah, man. God. Okay. I guess we will set the, as quickly and as quietly as possible, <clears throat> set up these crates so where we can get up this wall. Yeah. Okay. And Herbert's going to actually like put concerted effort to make sure that they're stable and not going to tumble underneath us. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You kind of do it as you go. And they're, yeah. they're, essenti- they're very stable. Um, you guys climb up to the top feels like they're filled with like wheat like they're a little wobbly but they're definitely not going to tip over or anything like that um guys easily climb your way up to the top oh um, cool sick you're not to the top of the roof but you're at the top of this pile now gotcha how are you getting up the other 10 feet i'm gonna climb up e <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my right. god roll, all right roll agility <laughs> just uh just don't you know just <sighs> he grabs onto the back of your hair like, Jesus Christ. Okay, or you could not grab onto my hair and just I'm let just, me give you a hand. No, I'm just getting handholds so where I can find them. All right. <laughs> could be worse. It could. Little gnome paws, these little ripped gnome paws. There's like gnome rippling with paws. muscles. 
And I'm trying to ascertain who Doppelganger's target is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll with. Roll with Arena. Roll with Arena. Which I got a 13 for my agility 13. check. 13. Okay, yeah. So you, you nimbly make your way up. Um, <laughs> just beyond that, you can see. Uh, Jesus Christ. A couple, of little, a couple of little. Patrick's having a meltdown over here. He's like flexing and like looking up at the sky. <laughs> oh. What's happened? Is this a wrestler thing? Yeah, it's natural 20. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. She is most definitely tracking Vivid. Like, just watching. She's keeping an eye out for the right moment, but she's like always going back to Vivid after she's done scanning around for any sort of new threats. Um, Herbert, you find a couple of handholds just above the, the head of E and <laughs> make your way up to the very top of the roof and yeah. you turn around and see... Um, Spending a moment to like step on his head. And yeah. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I get it. And uh, you immediately see the back of the doppelganger. Um, what exactly the fuck do you do? Okay. Um, I'm just going to very quietly get down onto his stomach and throw his tiny little arm down for okay. uh, E to grab. All right. E. I mean, hesitant. <laughs> Doesn't want to rip his fucking arm out of socket. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna. I guess I will try to jump, run up and jump, and grab his hand while also trying to grab the wall. So I'm not like. Cool. We get to uh, practice a new mechanic in Hands of Ether. What is um, it? Herbert, roll d20, and E, you're gonna roll an agility check. Herbert, you're okay. rolling a d20 to see whether or not you aid, um, adding a plus two to the agility check. Would my to- might score help at all? Uh, no, there's no okay. scores by default. You just roll and have to get 10 or above. Okay. I mean, it's a very, very simple, like, non-threatening check to make right now. But 17. Yeah. I got a 14, so. So, 16. Um, nice. Yeah, you pretty easily make your way up this very small gap. I mean, you're a tall dude, uh, but uh, Herbert's mighty, hefty arms bring you up really quickly. Like, you're, you're <laughs> kind of shocked. They almost, like, fling you to your feet. Um, you guys in total silence now are about 20 feet away from this person on the rooftop. What do you guys want to do? Sneak up? Yeah. All right. You guys start sneaking up. Echo, you can see that your companions are on the rooftop sneaking up behind uh, her. What do you want to do now? If anything. Do we see other Echo? Yeah, you do now. Like okay. You look around to where you came from and see her up on the rooftop. <laughs> okay. So I guess we're all like all making eye contact. What's the, what's the range on my bow? Uh, 100 feet. So at 150, I'd be rolling with disadvantage? Correct. Okay. I can't light it up. No? No, I can't. It'd be a beacon. Absolutely. What time of day is it? It's in the middle of the day. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's midday. Okay. <laughs> it would still, if I were to launch a oh, flaming yeah, no, arrow. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I just had to re-associate myself. That is, by description of the spell... Casting light for 50 feet. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't. I was about to say, I don't know if they notice a flaming arrow above their heads, but the fact that it's like blasting light all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> it burns real hot. Yeah. It's a weird bird. Lavalin's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> first um, Patriot missile. <laughs> Jesus. Judging by... Well, so looking at this person that's in front of, in front of us, the doppelganger, right. what, what else do they have on them? Um, you see a dagger, pretty gnarled looking like, like badass curved dagger that is uh, on the back of their belt. I'm sorry, you rolling your eyes at physical description? No, no, no. Just like, I'm just so your... whatever about reality. 
<laughs> it was just your face. I was just a I, fucking badass dagger, man. Just the way you did it. That's why I rolled my eyes. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, what's up though? What are you doing? What's your plan? I just wanted to see if there were any other weapons on this person. Oh yeah, that's all you can see. Does okay. Herbert see that? Oh yeah. yeah okay. It's pretty obvious. Alright. Herbert's gonna fish out of his bag a small little brassy looking ca- uh, canister with a nozzle on it. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna pull out that uh Are they on the edge of the building? Well, yeah, but there's a there's a banister, a barrier between them and, and the, the edge itself. But okay. Yeah, they are on the very edge up against that banister. I will look at the canister in your hand and give you a questioning look. Herbert winks. And like does like a lot of shifty stuff with his eyebrows. Obviously, he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's <laughs> with, with his eyebrows specifically, like small spasm in his forehead. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna pull out the, that Athaki quick seal. Okay. Oh my god! And I will motion the general motion of like grabbing them and then bringing them back and then pointing at your canister, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, well, my plan was to just, like, seal the dagger to their back. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, if they yell and whatnot, they're on the edge of the building. And then just cover up their whole face so they can't breathe. Well, you know, that is an option. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Echo has uh, pulled back and she's aiming at the doppelganger now. Okay. Sounds like we got a little surprise round on our hands. Okay. Do you guys want to go ahead and roll initiative? I think my goal is to yank her back mm-hmm. so that and she's Echo's not in line sight. And to yeah. see what yeah. they do. Okay, everybody roll initiative. Let's get initiative down, and we'll take care of this surprise round. Uh, oh my god, my initiative is utter fucking garbage. Why can I never roll initiative? Well, it's better than mine. Are you sure? Echo, oh, how about well, you? Okay. Uh, 14 for Echo. Okay. <laughs> Um, Herbert? One. Okay. E? Three. <laughs> well, we still got a surprise round. Yeah, we still got a surprise. <laughs> All right. Each one of you guys get one action. Um, what's your plan? What's the or- like, or- orders regardless, but what's what does everybody do here before you, as you jump this woman, I guess? I mean, I think the plan was I pull her back and then you just the cement her face or her body or... Well, yeah, I guess it all depends on, like... If I'm successful. If, you, if you're successful, how Pervert applies the quick seal. All right. Oof. I will try to yank this person away from the edge. Okay, so you lurch forward all 16 feet of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a titan! Grab them by the shoulders and rip them away from the edge. Um, they let out a pretty small, like, little yelp, just, <laughs> of... Uh, Surprise, and uh, you drag them about five feet towards Herbert. Um, I don't think you're like able to really restrain them because you don't have the skills to do no, so. No, no, no. I just want to pull them away from the edge because that's they a are problem. Pulled away from the edge, um, clear of everyone's sights. And okay. And Herbert, you're going to try and quick seal the dagger? Okay. Um, so they still have the bow in their hand, right? Right. Uh, and they still have the arrow in one hand, right? Right. He's just got a quick seal around the uh, the hand that's holding the arrow and the string. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. With advantage, I think. Okay. Because you guys have to jump on this person. Can I see this happening? Yep. Okay. This is cool. I'm holding actions. 
Well, yeah, you're on a surprise round. So you so use it. You'll get an action yeah. in a second. That's 16. 16. Um, pretty quickly, you run up alongside E and pull the trigger on this this uh, this weird brass nozzle, and out of it fumes this, like, big puff of uh, gelatinous pink material, and it <laughs> around the hand, and then <laughs> solidifies into uh, teal stone. Fuck yeah. And you can see their hand is, like, drops to the ground with the weight, um, and they sort of, like, get pulled forward towards the ground, um, now just sort of balancing on one foot. Um, Echo, what do you, what's your move? I am figuring that out. Uh, let's see here. That worked a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I get one action. Yeah, for your surprise round. Uh, right now, the only thing that she can see to do is uh, she's checking out Vivin and Alamander. Is there anything going on there? Or are they just progressing? They're just progressing. Yeah, they're a little bit further down the road um, from you guys' building now. Like, probably reaching the other side of you guys' building, like adjacent. Uh, making their way towards the yurt. Nothing seems to be up with them. How far away is Vivin? Vivin at this point is 100 feet away from you. Okay. So, they've walked up 20 feet, basically. Do you have, like, non-normal lightning burst... Sound arrows? <laughs> yeah, could you not, not like set it on I fire? I have regular yeah. arrows, yeah. Yeah, just shoot shoot this bitch in the face or something. I'm enjoying playing a character that kills people. What, the doppelganger? Yeah. You're 150 feet away. Oh, that's true. I mean... Just roll disadvantage. Yeah. And plus, you would also be like an arrow that just shoots across the sky. That's also very true, yeah. It's kind of glowy because it's not real. If you're considering yeah. like, am I going to fuck us? I'll say like, if you launch a regular arrow... Echo knows, like, the procession is is down the road. There's a very low chance of anybody seeing this. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but, like, if you launch a single arrow over there, there's a very low chance of anybody noticing that. What's what's my route to their balcony look like? Um, I mean, you got to go through the crowd still. So right. you have to go down, move through the crowd. Then you saw where they went into the alleyway up the boxes. It's like, but you'd say, you know probably about 150 feet of movement and most of that is or some of that rather is climbing i mean i have two options here and it's attack her at disadvantage or attack vivin oh yeah. normally mm-hmm. he's exactly at my range yeah mm, yeah wouldn't mm-hmm. want to miss that chance would you and echo's looking back and forth right now thinking like this is this could be now or never I mean, we're going to beat the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do like, I have Herbert shot him just because he's got a lot of pin-up, like, ir- like irritation with Echo. He's just going to take out on yeah, the Yeah, right. Like, do I have a... Why are you so fucking weird? <laughs> <laughs> Slamming his big, meaty gnome hands into his head. with a fucking comb? <laughs> <laughs> do I have a clear shot on Vivin? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and make this fight way bigger. Yeah. Oh, God. See, here's the deal. We know one arrow's not going to take this boy down. Mm-mm. Mechanically speaking. But characters were going to think, oh, you know, I'll just fucking shoot him in the eye. we fine. Or he could be, like, literally made of, like, porcelain glass. And he just, like, 
That's true. Even a glancing blow, he just shatters. It falls, falls yeah. apart. Mm-hmm. Glass. That's a movie, right? Glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. It's him. I don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look something up real quick. Okay. Okay, so she again looks over at Vivin and just kind of shit, and then looks back over across to the doppelganger. Closes her eyes and Echo disappears. Okay. Turns into mist. All right. Fun. She um, has cast mist form. Okay. And she's going to kind of float across the road. All right. Fucking sick. That's good. That's okay. Good. All right. My butthole's clenched. Um, <laughs> Echo she shatters into 30 feet of movement in this. It's her normal movement speed. Gotcha. Um, shatters into particulates of of little uh, auburn spores and slowly begins to kind of like dissipate it, almost like a, a very faintly colored cloud begins to move her way over um, this this uh, whole debacle towards you guys and your guys' direction. Fun. Um, all right. We're in initiative now. I was going to say, we in it now. <clears throat> So it's Doppelganger's turn. Of course, yeah, because we rolled like ass. Here's what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. She's going to spend an action to shift her form to E. She looks exactly identical to you. That sucks. Um, she's still got this bulb on her left arm. Oh. Um, but you seem, you know, like it's easy to distinguish. Um, her next move is going to take that bulb and... Uh, no, you know what? She'll save that. She's going to draw her dagger. Drop the bow, draw the dagger. She can't drop her bow. Oh, that's right. It is caught in that bulb. Yep. So she's just like dangling. The, bol- the bow is hanging from a string. She's going to draw her dagger regardless in her other hand. Right. Um, just imagine the bow like clacking with the arrow yep. in there. Yep. <laughs> that's her whole turn. It's Echo's turn now again. I mean, all I can do is keep moving. All right, so you move another 30 feet. I can see and I'm conscious, but all I can do is move. So you fly through the air, um, still in their direction. Emerald Ether, what's your plan? Yes. Well, first off, now she's me. Right. So he just kind of looks at her, gives a nod, and <laughs> I'm just going to punch her in the face. All right, make an attack roll. <laughs> do good. It's a 13. 13 hits. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> punch her, you suck her right in the face. Yes. Um, see, she sort of like gets pushed back a little bit by the blow. Give me a good demand. <laughs> it's a D6 because I'm a monk. Hell yes. <laughs> it's only three points of damage. Okay. That's something. That's good. And I'll hold my other action. And he doesn't like ready himself. He just stands there. Interesting. So you bam, punch. Um. She kind of slides back with surprise from the force of this, like, well-trained blow. Ha-ha. Uh, Herbert. Okay. <clears throat> Who with the bat? Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just going to try and, like, hit E in the shins. Okay. Doppel E. Okay, I was like, wait! <laughs> yeah, fuck him, you know? I was I was confused. I don't know. Oh, I didn't see the bulb on the one hand. It's weird. She gets that bulb off. You might be confused. That'll be good. Maybe. Well, which one can punch real good? Probably still her. (laughs) 
Okay, uh, that's a 16 to hit. 16 does hit. Yeah, you nice. uh, slam her right in the shins with this bat. Um, she kind of goes down a little bit from the blow. It's going to be two damage. Okay. Okay. And then... One more again. All right. Going pop, again. Pop, pop new E. <laughs> new E. Yep. New E. Holy shit. Better than the old E. Wow. That's 11. 11 does not hit. Um, she goes down with the force, and as you come back around with the other swing, she has gained just enough height to where she's able to dodge out of the, or excuse me, lowered in height just enough to where she's able to dodge out at the last second of that blow. Um, you do anything else with that action you held? Um, I'll ask Herbert, do we, uh, do we want to like keep this one or do we want it dead? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Kill it. All right. Oh, I'm just gonna, um, I'm gonna punch her in the throat. So she just can't say anything. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a 14. So mm-hmm. that hits, right? It does hit. And five points of damage. Okay. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, man. it is. So you like I'm a large man against uh, her again, and you can see like the vision of you sort of like scatters away from where you punch. Um, oh, weird. You just see like gray skin like wrinkled underneath for just a second, and it reforms, and she spits up blood a little bit to the left. Um, Gross. It's gonna be her turn. All right. She is gonna stab you in the chest twice. Okay. <laughs> Fuck man. Don't miss. All right, that's going to be a 15. Nope. And a 17. Nope. Okay, so she... (laughs) Do it. So, like, step out of the way of these blows. Yes, okay. So here's something I got. Okay. So because she has missed, I get to punch her in the face. I got a skill for that. Whenever they miss me. Oh. So I'm just going to punch her in the gut. Okay, make an attack roll, I guess? Oh, it sucks. It's a four. Okay, that doesn't but yeah, you, Herbert, watch this big, tall, lanky dude, like, just stepping out of the way of these pretty, like, well-trained um, stabs from this person. And at one point, like, you don't see it really, but there's a blur of movement that you can see the hand kind of, like, grazes against the doppelganger's stomach for just a second. Womp womp. Um, Be like water. So <laughs> That's the skill. Yeah. It's move like water. She's got a little thing. Are we just going to keep going back and forth with this? Because I'm all about that. Well, she had her two actions. Oh, okay. Um, I think she's going to save that. Okay. It's Echo's turn. What's a, how far away am I from the balcony at this point? Uh, you've moved 60 feet. Is that right? So mm-hmm. you're um, 90 feet away. Is there any way that I could get there faster? I, that's that's you. I don't know. That's up to you. I mean, like, that's is there a, a physical route, like a, a balcony or something that's adjacent and closer? You are going directly across the street okay. in midair, so you're beelining it. Um, but there is, like, a building next to this building, to the left and right. That has yeah, I'm, I'm just going to beeline. Sense. Okay. All right. Um, so you move another 30 feet? Yep. Okay. Which puts me within uh, 60 feet. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Correct. All right. Um, Emerald Ether. Okay. Um, is there anybody else on these rooftops? Like, are we going to be seen? I want to make sure that this is this is not 
in the in the open. It seems like everybody's attention is drawn on the parade of one of the most politically and yep. spiritually powerful people in the entire realm right now. Um, and there's nobody on the rooftops. Perfect. I will pop a punch at her. I'm going to punch her in the shoulder. Okay. This is not a called shot, I guess. It's just, just me saying words. I mean, Madeline, you're allowed to add flavor to okay. your fucking abilities. Uh, well, I don't <laughs> hit. It's a six. Okay. She dodged it out of the way. And I will try again, and that one also doesn't hit, so that sucks. Okay. Womp womp. Um, all right. Noted. So you boom, launch two punches in her direction. Um, she seems to be similarly trained. Um, she seems to be dodging around your blows in ways you recognize. That sucked. It is Herbert's turn. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, I think in this situation, we're, I'm going to do a couple of things. I'm going to go ahead and use Path of War. Okay, okay. Um, so until the beginning of next round, or end of next round? End of next round, End yeah. of next <laughs> round. Yeah. Um, both Herbert and E are going to gain advantage. On attack rolls. Oh, nice. Uh, I believe Echo is not because Echo's not within fifty feet. I thought it was people who can see you that are allies. I thought that. Mm, let me double check here. I'm pretty sure it is, mate. Is this all day or what is it? No, it's all for a short period it's till the end of the next round. That's a pretty long period. Um, no. So you slam the bat on the ground, sending out these waves of red energy that that. Uh, bolster your allies well, i don't think yeah. he slams the bat on the ground he's trying to be a little yeah, quiet we're, we're trying because there, there might be people in this building yeah like, what's going on up there nothing Susan. okay head up the ladder and take a peek those fucking pigeons are back <laughs> oh that's a big pigeon yeah yeah uh, yeah they can see me okay so, so same for echo I, it's probably not relevant right now yeah because you, um, you won't be able to make it over there in time yeah before it ends <clears throat> Okay. Okay. Um, then he's gonna cast nauseate on the yes. uh, on the doppelganger. Fuck okay. Yeah. Before you do ahead. that, she's got a little thing called disruptive. She's gonna get an attack of opportunity for the fact that you are stepping back and taking a second to like cast this spell. Um, she can attack anybody within five feet that causes a spell to pop off. Okay. So she's gonna get one shot at you with a knife. Damn. It is a 13 to hit. Does not hit. Okay, so yeah, it just kind of like grinds against the vest and slides off as it's you nice be- finish the casting of the spell. Um, she'll go ahead and roll her to might save? Yes. Well, that is a nine, so I don't think that makes it. Ooh. No, no that is definitely not. So stat and stunned until the beginning Fuck of the yeah. next round. Um <laughs> Okay. All right. It and is. no, because using the uh, the path of war is a free action. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Okay. What else you got, man? You go fucking having a little mini crusade over here, my guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was talking an awful lot of shit for somebody in crusading distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Herbert's just gonna slam his bat into her. Nice. All right, make an attack roll. Break is this down. just an old lady with advantage? Because that would be fucking- awesome. Yeah, it could be. Could definitely Guess we're be just beating the shit of an old woman. lady. Well, She's 90 years old. Her well, name's Nina. I mean, so far on the podcast, like, Herbert's, 
yeah. killed a kid. It was an I evil little kid. kid. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was an evil little kid, but he killed a kid. You get advantage, right? Because it's stunned. I sure do. Yep. And okay. because Path of War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get quadruple advantage. Double that, advantage. Pow, pow. Okay, uh, 14 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit, my guy. This is cool, what you guys are doing. <laughs> I told you. Ah, that's cannered. It reads clearly six on my side, but that... It's cannered. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. man. I know. Sad face. Just want to hit her real good. Yeah. Just want to really just beat the shit out of this person. So, two. Aw. It's better than one. Two it's true. All right. Yeah, you slam the bat. I hear the crunch of bones on the torso um, as you finish completing your spell with your other hand. And I believe it is her turn. Okay. I don't think she can do shit. Mm-mm. Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, I don't think she has skills to get out of stunt. This is what I mean. Obviously, she can't oh. do shit by default, Madeline. But I mean, like, <laughs> looking to see if she can do shit to help her situation. All right. Well, you're just mad because we're killing your, uh, your, your character here. I'm not too mad. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, if you want me to be honest, you haven't put a dent in this person. Okay. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting. That's exciting. To you? Yeah. All right. There's about to be a third person in the fight. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah, she's just gonna hang out and be stunned. Echo. All right, and I am sixty feet away. Correct. Correct. And move. Okay. So I'm gonna move my thirty feet. Okay. Um. So now I'm within thirty feet. Right. And right about now is when the spell would be ending. Oh. And how high up am I? You are you are above there, so you're about fifty feet up. Okay, so for her free action, she's going to end this spell, and then instantly flicker twice and get to the rooftop. Ooh, Fuck yeah. that's my girl! Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> so you nice. guys see Echo behind you just as you like lay this bat into her chest. She stumbles backwards. You look behind and you see Echo materialize in midair with the bow and just. <laughs> Like teleport directly behind her uh, yeah. onto the rooftop. nothing personnel kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Emerald Ether's turn. All right, that was fucking cool. I was I was scrambling to figure out a way. Like I was like, oh no, I made an error. I can't get across this gap. Slowly floating over there, like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> so they're still stunned, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Go for it. Yeah, punch him in that chase to theirs. With advantage. Yeah. <laughs> 18? 18 hits. Okay, duck. Take three points of damage okay. with my fist. And I guess because they're stunned, I'm going to go ahead and take that other. Yeah, might as well. Like, this yeah. is the time. And 18? 18 does hit. Perfect. You slam into her again with your big old monk fist. Another three points of damage. Okay. And uh, I'll take a, a step back, seeing that Echo's here and she has a bow, and I don't want to get in the way of that. Yeah, all right. So you are moving away for a second. It is back to Herbert. Man, you locked my shit down, y'all. Herbert specifically, as usual. <sighs> Uh, yeah, pretty. You're not gonna like what's about to happen. This guy, this Herbert guy, though, like war cleric, you he's, know, he's a real son of a bitch. He's a real mm-hmm. son of a bitch. Yeah, imagine that. Okay, uh, nauseate again. <laughs> okay, good call. And good call. I believe she has disadvantage because she's sapped. 
Well, she's sapped till the end of oh, next no. round. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is sapped. Oh my god. Okay. Disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be big four, my guy. Yeah. So nice. She's sapped and stunned until end of next round. Holy Christ on a biscuit. Now. I was gonna say she could be able to stab again, but she's stunned, so she can't yep. until end. Yeah, until the end of next round. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. So you're just beating the the shit out of this defenseless old woman. <laughs> you're really not gonna like what's gonna happen next. All right, it is her turn. Well, I still, I, that's only one action. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm talking fast. I'm no, I know he's gonna he's gonna bring that back 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 around again. Okay. 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 That's fine. With advantage. So. I don't know. Yep. Nah, eight does not hit. Eight does not hit. It's uh, the doppelganger's turn. Let me double check and make sure she can't do any kind of spooky shit to get out of here. No, she can't do shit. All right, she's going to hang out and be stunned. Yeah, this one-on-one combat with the... This, this team is pretty deadly. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's okay. Y'all blow on your mana, so that's cool. I don't know um, shit. Echo. How far away is she? From you now, like five feet. Echo just leans up because she's behind her, right? Yeah. And uh, she says, is this going the way you thought it would? Make a will check. That's good. With disadvantage. With, With disadvantage. disadvantage. Yep. That's a big fat three, Patrick Arino. Um, okay, Echo just cast Traumatize, so you're sapped again, and roll Corruption. Oh! <laughs> you can see her eyes, like, flicker around in panic, and then when, as soon as they lock onto yours, as you sort of lean <coughs> around her, like, serpentine, they cloud with blackness. Um, all right. That's good! Okay. Where's my, where's my D12 at? Oh, boy. Is this the first time a Corruption has popped up? I don't know. Well, oh uh, no, 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 spawn, yeah. spawn yeah. the foot. <laughs> big. All right, big. Just this kidding. He's not dead. This might be it for for Mr. Doppelganger. It'd be really cool if Zach could find the corruption tables. Mm-hmm. God, I can't wait to get a physical book. We will have our physical book in our hands next week, um, and that's going to make things so much. By easier. the time this episode airs, yeah, the physical book will be... definitely be available. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's already available right now. It's yeah, on you can get the Amazon. You can order on Amazon right now. You too. can order it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. day shipping. Here we go. Yeah. Zach found the chart. I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll. That's a big old eight. Let's take a look at what happens to her. Well, it's not a 12. <laughs> oh. Oh. Interesting. Okay. I mean, she's obviously fucked up that blackness like clouds around her eyes you don't see any immediate apparent effects um but something has gone wrong behind the eyes here. <laughs> you do anything else uh no that's her turn that's two actions to cast that okay yeah that would definitely be two actions um that's gonna bring us over to emerald ether what's your plan emerald ether can this person talk well, hold on i think i'm gonna move around Kind of in line with my companions here. Okay, sounds good. They can't talk right now, can they? No, not while stunned. Fuck. All right. Well, um, just uh, I'm just gonna bop them again. All right. This is this is what I was made to do. Bop them. Do I still have advantage? No. Okay. No, you don't. Doesn't matter because that's still an eighteen. 
Um, <laughs> now she's stunned, isn't she? Oh, yeah. But yeah, she's... Um, he does not have advantage because of Herbert anymore. It's just because... Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So you got an 18? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead and roll with advantage, see if it's a Tonzan. I, mean, I did. It is not. Uh, right. Three points of damage. Okay. Sounds good. And then... They have nothing else on them? No. Nothing. She doesn't even have a bag? He or she doesn't even have a bag? No. It's just this dagger and the bow. The bow looks like they picked it up at some piddly shop in Sunbeam. See, I would think, like, well, let's just fucking tie them up and just bring this somewhere else that's not on top of a roof. But they're a doppelganger. So they're just going to shift out of those ropes. So I'm just going to punch them in the face again. All right. They're in a lot of trouble right now. Yeah. 19? 19 hits. And two points of damage. Okay. Bing, bing. Um, you see this, like, cloudiness in the eyes begin to sort of twirl, and then around the eyelids begin to sort of spread out on the skin, almost like little veins are popping up underneath the skin. Um, and Echo, you feel like a coldness in your chest for a second, and... With those memories sort of powering the spell, you feel something almost like it pulled out of you and, and into the air around you. Maybe into her? You're not sure. But something something was let go. You do anything else? I'll take a step back and say, uh, so what the fuck did you do to their eyes? What, what, uh... Not necessarily just their eyes. Not 100% sure what happened. All right, I guess we'll find out. Or maybe not. Preferably not. It's probably not, because we're probably going to kill this person, but... I mean, that's a hope. All I really know is it's magic. All right, magic. Check that one off the list. Magic. I'm done. Okay. Uh, Herbert. Uh, So I'm going to nauseate again. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Shit. Locked. There goes I mean, I would. Is that mana? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's been rolling mana consistently, but I mean, it's locking down this fight pretty well. Yeah. Um, So she rolled a two. (laughs) At disadvantage, right? Yeah, because it's at disadvantage, right? Um, So she is still sapped and stunned and just like continually like standing sort of rigid with this one bulb around her hand, locking the bow in place. Um, Just you guys are watching her just take all these hits in this matter of seconds that this battle's coursing through and watching her muscles, like, locked into place. Um, all right. You do anything else? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he's going to pull out that canister of um, a Thaki quick seal and just, like, pie her face. <laughs> okay. Get wrecked. You- you automatically hit. I mean, it's just like you're spraying this right in her face. Um, what and you is just that? See it like go into the mouth and just like seal, and he's <gasps> stops. Um, and she appears to not be able to breathe as she has now been uh, stone pie faced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's this is turn. fucked up. This yep. is pretty fucked up. It is her turn. Good thing um, we don't have any fucking consciences. That's it. We don't care. She is sapped and stunned again. <laughs> this is great. This is, a fucking uh, this is mess. great. Um, Echo. Echo is going to 
walk up to her. Okay. And she's, oh my God. What are you going to do? How far away from the edge of the roof are we? Uh, Five feet away. I mean, like you're right there. You were Don't push her off. I'm not pushing her off. I was going to say that would ruin the entire stealth aspect (laughs) of this whole fight. (laughs) Uh, She's going to put her hand out and rest it on her chest and shock her. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to roll that at advantage. Correct. What are you doing? Uh, 18. 18 hits. And you take two damage. All right. And make a mic check. At disadvantage, right? At disadvantage because you're Oh, sad. my God. Uh, 12. Oh, I'm sorry, 11. 11? <laughs> uh, you're stunned again. Okay. Um, Double stunned. She's actually stunned for fucking ever because you <laughs> grab her on the chest. She's covered in this, like, porous stone that's been sprayed, and her muscles are locked up from the monk's uh, pressure point, you know, slapping fist against her, all these techniques. Um, she's just she totally did. helpless as you grab her in the chest and send these bolts of electricity through her, and she just, like, fries um, she goes down to her knees in front of you, which somewhat crumble a bit, almost like ash. And, uh, then you see like a little drop of black kind of come out of one of the eye holes and land on the ground and then slide to the other side of the roof, like across the ground, just lightning fast. Is it gone? Appears to be gone. Shit. Fuck. But Shit. So is Fuck. she. She did. Um, what the fuck was that? And you guys just have this desecrated, uh, stone mummified, lightning struck corpse in front of you now as the parade, um, <laughs> <laughs> as the peaceful parade down below finally makes it back uh, to the yurt's entrance. Uh, did anybody get hit? No. <laughs> that stopped my encounter pretty good. No, we beat the shit out of her. I told you we hey. would. It, whatever works, you know? Yeah. Got rid of the Oppelganger. So, another one down. Another one. Okay, so is there anybody else up here? Like, oh. can I see anything? Yeah, I mean, you look around, you know, there's these rooftops, but nobody's hanging out on them for sure. And um, can we see the parade from here? Yeah, it looks like it's, for the most part, um, completely unnoticed, uh, unnoticing of you guys has made its way to the front of the yurt, and most of them are beginning to congregate inside through that archway. Echo approaches the the body of this doppelganger. Does it still look like E? It does still look like E. You can oh, see there's like little tiny bits of it that are beginning to sort of like, it almost looks like it's burning away. Um, the top layer of skin, there's like little embers, almost like watching um, paper burn away um but you can start to see little bits of gray and wrinkled skin underneath starting to appear i definitely want to also go like check that out um or write that down in my my little notebook yeah write this down um echo draws her dagger and um makes a a cut on this body. Okay. And I assume blood pours forth. Yeah. Um, it begins to seep up. It's a little, little darker 
red than typical, almost brown, but it begins to seep up out of the cut, pour out. All right. Well, that was unnecessary. And she dabs the blood with her fingers Okay. and puts a vertical line on her forehead and trances out. Oh, and right. all right. Yeah, your, don't worry about it. She does weird shit. Your vision goes dark for a while. Like, there's a second, because you're conscious of what you're viewing, where you kind of have to second-guess yourself that you didn't do something wrong or have been trapped. Um, but after a while, you realize that there are vague shapes in front of your vision. It's just that what you're seeing is in almost complete darkness. It's the interior of some dank cave covered in gray lichen. The back wall has been somewhat carved out, um, concaved with smooth tools, and laid in that alcove is a rickety old wooden table that's sort of warped um, from the water within the cavern and bent on one side to where one of the legs is up off the ground. Atop it are a number of books, manuscripts, looks like some thick parchment like a map. Um, there's actually a piece of hide on here with ink etched into it. And you also see um, squatting next to the table is the obsidian skinned man, a hulking mass of prison stripes and bloodied gray rags with these big meaty hands as black as night, moving over these materials, sort of muttering to himself. You in particular notice a red book with what appears to be bits of uh, root and uh, crystals sort of tied into the cover, like sealed into the leather. Um, Kind of turns, looks over his shoulders. You see the violet eyes um, sparking against the darkness. And he says, I'm going to need you to... uh... Uh, slay someone. Uh, I need you to slay them in tail swap. Do you know where that is? There's no response from you, the person you're looking through, um, but there's some sort of motion of affirmation. It says, Excellent. Oh, good. Excellent. Pulling the strings, you know. Uh, a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, I need you to be the woman this time. You know the one. Uh, make it look like she did it. In particular, if things go wrong, um, do remember the nature of the town. Uh, you have been there before. You, you understand how it works. Uh, it's perfect for you. <laughs> and then his hand sort of moves down to his belt. He starts to feel around. He looks down. Very slowly, you see this huge um, stone-faced head just sort of look down to his right side. And he pats his belt. The doorknob's gone. (laughs) (laughs) And you snap back into daylight. (laughs) She comes back and goes like, (gasps) Okay. All right, so that was cool. So what's she doing there? It's, uh, it's scrying magic. It's, I got kind of a glimpse at what this person was like. Nice. Okay. Um, Did you just, you learn to do that or something that's sort of... It's complicated. 
Okay. And uh, this is, I think she leans down and looks at the eye. Yeah, it's uh, all white now. Um, almost like cataracts, but it's all one solid color. Um, there's definitely some discoloration around the top of the eyelids. Um, beyond that, you don't see that blackness that you launched into her magically. Um, it's not there anymore. She just looks really dead and really alien, very monstrous looking. Um, like me anymore? No, no. Cool. All right. And uh, she whispers to the side of her head, to her hair, this one's debt has been paid. Twisted one deserves a twisted end. Very good. She is pleased. And with that, Echo stands up and looks at the two of you and goes, So what do we do with this one? Well, um, doesn't look like anything. Just looks like sort of a mass of bone and flesh. So, I mean, we could just leave it here. Or I we like this it, bitch uh, on fire. Am I going to burn this building down? It's a stone building, so probably not. Or before <laughs> you do anything rash, we could just put on a crate down there. I mean, yeah, either way, if we just leave this body lying around, it'll be a pretty good tale, right? Okay, see. Somebody comes across uh, it. But that attracts attention that we don't need, and then they're on high alert looking for people who don't belong, like the three of us, particularly a wanted man. So we just put it down there in a crate. Yeah, but somebody will come across it regardless. Well. Eventually. Probably later. Could you leave it somewhere for your, like, your organization to clean up later? Is that a thing I can do? Yeah, absolutely. You could uh, get it to the... uh a little hidey hole. And, oh my god! And have the person who Parsley's already said there's another agent in town that kind yeah. of keeps an eye on things. You could have them take care of that for you. I mean, that's what they're about. That's what they're for. Hell, you could probably just tell them about it right here, and they could probably take care of it. Themselves. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, actually, you could probably tell Parsley and just be like, "Hey, there's a dead body on uh, <laughs> on this roof. Could you take care of this?" Echo kind of cautiously puts the hood up. Alright, yeah, you do that. Um, silent for a little bit. You hear some, like, clattering. It almost sounds like metal off in the distance. And then, after a little bit, you hear, Hi. Hello, Parsley. How's it going? Uh, well, we kind of got into a scrap. Oh, was it fun? It was something. Uh, not the one we were intending to fight, but uh, they're dead now. Okay. And we need this body taken care of. Kind of like looks at E. He nods. Sounds good. I'm having a little bit of trouble um, feeling you. Are you... Where are you in relation to your little home base that uh, was already set up before you came here? Uh, where? I mean, where are we in relation? Like uh, you're 100. like right across the street. Yeah, we're like I mean, 200 feet away from it. Say you relay that to him. Yeah, he. she relays like we're on a rooftop across the street from it. Okay. And you want us to take care of it? If you can. We can. That is what we do. Um, I'll let them know. Okay, thank, thank, thank you. Okay, goodbye. Have a good afternoon. You, you too. And she takes the hood off. All right, let's go. Let's move. Let's get away from the body. And Echo says, are we still going after Vivin or are we leaving? Here's the question. What did you see with all that blood magic stuff? 
Hmm. Some things. I saw the the man that we warned you guys about. That I warned Parsley about. The moon elf? The moon elf, yes. All right. And uh, all I saw was him ordering her. Is this a feminine figure on the... You can't be too sure. It's bald. Um, Almost it looks like a monster. Doesn't right? seem to have any sort of features like that. Yeah. It's pretty blank looking. It says uh, he ordered them to come here and frame me for the assassination of Vivin. So framing it that way, maybe we should just leave. I was going to say, well, why would why would they want to kill Vivin? Is there something else here, or...? They most likely view Herbert and I as their, their number one enemy. Public enemy number one, I guess. <laughs> I'm, can it's we get off really this public, roof? public, though. Yeah. So you guys are okay. getting off the roof. Yeah, I'm like ushering them off of the roof. So you're we'll... having this conversation as you like Her- move. Herbert's down. agreeing yeah. that. <laughs> okay, so you're. I want to look at that badass dagger. I'm not going to try and pick it up. Yeah, we're going to also oh, loot yeah. this body real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's it's true. It's just the bow and the dagger. The bow's ruined. Like it's ruined by the the, but the arrows aren't. There's ten arrows here in a quiver. Oh, nice. Um, beyond I'll, that, I'll take those. The dagger is, um, rough iron, serrated on the back on its back, um, but it also curves into its own back. So it's sort of like a, almost like a hook really with like a, with like serrated teeth on the blade of the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like the back of the hook itself is also sharp. Um, it's crescent, it's crescent essentially. Does it look like there would be, can I make a, uh, I want I want Herbert to like examine this thing without actually touching it um, and try and pick up on whether or not it has any like particular like evil connotations to it he's trying to figure out if it's corrupted or or, or like cursed so you kind of move your hand over it sensing letting the divine energy speak to you for a moment um no you don't feel anything off of this thing Uh, nothing especially special it's just a nasty looking dagger okay it's just a plain old dagger he's gonna take it all right nice there you go all right yeah let's go all right no coin or anything, nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Traveled light. Yeah, they didn't like really have search anything. Through the folds of this corpse for mm. any any coin. Get up in yeah. those wrinkles. Yeah. Get up yeah. there. Feel better with your tongue. No. <laughs> no. Huh. Wow. I, to around. me this sounds like a lie. Oh. No, look around. See if you can get something. Never know. Alright, so we leave. <laughs> we yeah. leave. We go back to our little home base thing, or do we want to go towards the yurt? I feel like we need to talk about stuff before we make we a move to go on to the, the home yurt. Base. Yeah, okay. there needs to be like some planning done. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, there's a, a very light crowd out, you know, sort of meandering people that didn't make their way to the yurt, or I guess was were uninterested in. It, but you, uh, you know, make your way across the street. Um, nobody seems to be paying too much mm-hmm. attention to you. As we go across the street, yeah, um, I want to keep an eye out for that taller figure that we saw at the gate with like the dark red robes that looked like different from the rest of them. Okay. Do we see them anywhere? Um, not right now. No. Okay. This appears to be residents and denizens of tail swap moving about here and there. You don't, you don't see them No. Okay, cool. We'll go towards our base. Sounds good. I guess. We're, we're okay. As we're walking through and we're not particularly interested in like 
anything that's going on except for kind of being quiet. Yeah. Herbert just kind of wanted to get a layout of, like, the different buildings that are around, you know, like, oh, we know, where do you get beer? Where do you sleep? That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. It mostly seems like residential stuff. Like, each one of these sort of stone brick cubes, um, which are basically, like, boulders that have been watered into themselves to form these cubes. Um, they appear to be two stories, and all throughout... Um, mainly seem to be like large communal houses. Um, but closer to the yurt, you do spot a few that are a little taller with like makeshift um, wooden A-frames mm-hmm. that are in the process of being built. Um, one of them in particular is called the Silver Spice Tavern, mm-hmm. which looks to be nice. Um, looks to be their basic like lodge and tavern, but you don't spot anything else besides the Silver Spice. No shops? Um, doesn't look like it, at least on this street. Okay. All right. All right. You guys make your way down the alleyway back into um, this little hidey hole that's sort of built, disguised into the back of this building. No one's um, in this alleyway, right? No. Cool. And uh, close it. Get inside. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So. So this is a bigger problem that we thought. This moon um, elf wants this guy killed? I don't. You guys. We are against them, correct? Yeah. So what would be the reason for killing this guy that would benefit them and not benefit us? Getting the crown after us. Yeah, I think uh, pushing forward to start all-out war would probably benefit them, since they seem to be all about chaos. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, this sounds like a distraction. I mean, I'm not here for this assassination thing. I'm here for whatever (laughs) that the doppelganger and the moon elf and the archer are doing. If they... They would want to make it more difficult on us. All right. Why are you here? Well, because you asked me to be here, and I'm interested... In the fact that there's a moon elf running around and no one seems to know anything about it. No one does know anything about it. It's Yeah, it's a problem. There's so many people out there trying to figure things out, but nobody knows what this is about. Isn't that a bit uh, strange? Yeah, but we've been working on it. Okay, who else has been working on it? Us. (laughs) Exactly. And? No, no, no. You are the only you're the only ones who know about this. And your organization. Well to an extent. To as much as we've an extent. Them, the pioneers. You one told pioneer, the pioneers. One pioneer. Yep, and uh, that Why would you tell a pioneer? He already knew. About the situation. Mm. The moon elf? Yes. And the other thing that you're not telling me. Yep, that other thing that we're not telling you. <laughs> oh, shit. You're just, like, looking in between the two of you. Yep. And Herbert just, like, slowly gets into that little crate for some booze. <laughs> <laughs> little footlocker, and he's like, mm-hmm. Pops a cork. <laughs> not losing eye contact. You notice that, actually, when he looks at you guys... It's like he moves his full head to look at you. It's not just like eye movement. He's like looking at you, and then he Still looks at Echo. Sunglasses. Um, 
Yeah, I guess he is, because we haven't fucking taken this shit off. Yeah. We still look like garbage. <laughs> Echoes seem You're covered in mud. <laughs> Not covered in mud. Just, 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 just enough head. to, like, kind of... That was smart, though. That was yeah. slick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fucking What color is the smud? Herbert colored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's ah, perfect. Okay. Fuck right off. I think the marker I used to color Herbert is literally called, like, oaky brown. Like <laughs> so that's fitting. All right. So are we going to talk about what... Uh, the missing link here. What are you going to tell us? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that he knows much. It seems like he knows a lot. I know a lot of things, but I don't know if they're connected to anything you guys are doing. Well, we're going to need some kind of... What's the word? Collateral. <laughs> yeah, like? that's the word. Yeah, let's see. All right. So what? He like takes off the glasses and rubs his face. He's like, "Okay, what do you what what? What do you want?" I don't know what's important to you that you are not telling us. You you think of something. Oh man, well there's a lot of things. Do you want like a book or just like the footnotes? Well, what do you think about uh Prime information information on uh, this and he's like gesturing at the uh, the jumpsuit. With the black dog symbol. Mm. Well, there is that. Yeah. Okay. What's See, what's the deal we, here? Yeah, we're, we're pretty intertwined with that mess now. Not well, only loosely, is one of our, yeah, loosely. One, you're like a stray string that has information that will sort of slowly reeling in. I'm not dead yet. No. No. Yeah. Well, that's good. Hopefully that suit doesn't have a failsafe where it just, you know... <laughs> Does it? Shocks the crap out of you. Looks at you directly. Does <laughs> no, it? No, it doesn't. I don't even have one of those. So, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. The face Madeline just made cannot be described. He can't. No, it is unknowable. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery face. Um, well, I mean, okay. So... I mean, we're, we're dealing with some stuff that's basically, from what we can tell... Uh, really, really, really fucking bad. You know, like, if word got out, panic could spread. Who knows? You know? Because wild ideas could, like, conform. (laughs) Well, that's not a new one, is it? Yeah. Another end of the world. Well, I don't know about that. But. If he gets it. Yeah. We don't know his motivation. We don't know what he's trying to do. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not puppies and flowers. So, you know. All right, so what do we know about this guy? Uh, well, again, collateral. You've not really let much go, have you? No. No. Uh, who gets these suits? She kind of waves her fingers. Who, what? Who gets these suits in your organization? Well, uh, people who find dead people. In so the middle are, of nowhere. These are just dropped suits. Sometimes. Sometimes. There are a few people... That's, that's my question, is why would you just leave these laid around? Because this is a pretty cool suit. It is. It's a nice one. It sticks to the walls and stuff, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, some people are more agile, scaling walls and things like that. Sort of why it's there. Okay. I don't believe you. I mean, that's that's the purpose of the suit. Let me rephrase. I believe you. Okay. I don't think you're telling me everything. I mean, we leave them on dead people. Some people get them in the organization because of the 
the sneaky scaling walls type, and then other people get different suits that do nothing like me. Okay. Why did why does yours not do anything? Well, because I don't need it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't scale walls and things like that. Obviously, I just hit things with my hands and shoot things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've seen the gun on my hip. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. That's what I do. Big on on his hip. Wow, this is good. <clears throat> Radio poison. <laughs> and uh, I collect information. Okay. So, if we give you information, mm-hmm. how do we know you're not just going to instantly run off? So, my group knows vaguely what you're doing, and they don't seem to be extremely interested in it at the moment, Mm -hmm. and this seems important to me, so that's why I'm here, and I'm not going to tell anyone, here, this will make you feel better, I'm not going to tell anyone because I don't want any competition with this one. This one seems important. We don't need 60 different people that we don't know working on this. Okay, well, we don't know you. That's true. You don't know me, and I don't know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on booze. Can, uh... And she kind of points at your glasses, which I assume you put back on. Yes. She says, does that eye do anything special? Sometimes. Can it see magic? No. That's a thing, right? Yeah. No, I can't. Okay. Do yours. Do yours. No. Oh well, that's a shame. Hmm. How? How? What, what's the lighting situation in this little room? <laughs> Pitch black. <laughs> it's. It's. I mean, it's dimly lit. Okay, like, then I'll take these dark. glasses off. Okay. <clears throat> I'll take these glasses. He off, is yeah. that that dude who wears glasses inside, like like yep. sunglasses inside. And yeah. got a weird fucking eye. Mm-hmm. I do. Yep. Thank you for pointing that out. Love that. I didn't say that in character. Oh, okay. But yeah, it looks like it looks white, and then there's a triangle within it that almost looks like it would be the pupil because it's black, um, and it has some dimension to it. It's not just like ink on the eye or anything. And there's this line that runs down and connects with the eyelid and, and continues. And that looks almost like a almost like a tattoo or a birthmark. And it keeps going uh, a little bit under the eye into a set of like needle-like teeth. It almost looks like looking at the eye and the eyelid all together, it almost looks like a key of some kind, just sort of imprinted on their face. And uh, would Echo know what a fate mark is? I would say so. She's probably heard about it but not I feel like Herbert would have definitely seen fate marks right he's seen a shit ton of people that's up to Herbert I think no Herbert's never seen uh, somebody with a fate mark but I'm sure that he's probably seen maybe a door okay Mm. all right Mm, at one point couldn't get through it yeah obviously okay (laughs) just at the end of some ruin that his crew at the particular time were just kind of like fucking around with Sounds good. Yep. And Echo says, it's a fate mark. Mm-hmm. It is. Look at you being fancy. <laughs> so, yep. 
Do you want me to tell you what's up? Yes, I... Okay. See, I do, but it's just my natural character to... be terrible. <laughs> what? Okay, so, yeah. I yeah, I'm just, I'm, just try, I'm trying to work with you, but it's hard to get over that initial jump of, can I trust you? Can you trust me? It's very you know. self-aware of you. Well, <laughs> I've had a lot of practice with that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'd say that uh, on our end, we, well, we do barely know you. Mm-hmm. And uh, less than a week ago, or maybe a, about a week or so, we uh, we talked to each other and we we're like, oh, this situation, and we're going to tell no one. Ever. Yeah. And our third is gone. Mm-hmm. Where are they? I'm not 100% sure. Do they, uh... They've got that stone. They're the one with the stone, right? What stone? The sending stone. The sending stone, yeah. yeah. Do you want us to find them? No. No. Okay, all right. Then I won't even bother with that. If anyone's going to find them, it'll be us. Okay. Unimportant. Got it. So Unimportant to you. Yes. Get Get that straight. Correct. <laughs> all right. Unimportant to me. So, uh, anyways, I feel like we're getting off track. Yep. A bit here. Not so on uh, we're here to kill Vivin Vexer, and uh, we That's found ourselves mission, yes. yeah, found ourselves a little bit of a competition, and we don't know why. So uh, the individual, the uh, individuals that you know about now, they're um, they're very shadowy. You knew about the prison break, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, they're working to accomplish something that we don't fully understand. But I'm trying All to right. prevent. Okay. I'm just trying to be real vague, because that's what you're good that. at, and I guess what you understand. Yeah. Real vague stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing that, and we don't know why one of their group who's been sent out here to kill someone that we've also been sent to kill. Echo relays the entire vision she had of the Crimson Rite. Okay. Including like, the line about the doorknob being gone? No. Okay. Well... Then that's not the fucking yeah. entire one. Is yeah, you're it? right. I fucking... forgot that was in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How dare you? Um, How dare you make mistakes? <laughs> she relays all that and says, "I think that they were sent here to kill Vivin and pin it on me. All right. To get the Crimson Crown after both me and Herbert. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, so that way, which keeps us off of them." To an extent, yeah. Or at least they think it will. Yeah. So what we're doing right now is a distraction for you guys? Should we be focusing on what they're doing? Well, this was... I mean, I'm, I'm I mean s- this is a job you got. Yeah, I'm just like, really, really down to kill some, some crimson. Oh, you me know. too. Yeah. We um, made headway recently in our current endeavor. Okay. That gave us some breathing time. So this job seemed simple enough. And then getting here and seeing that the great King Alamander... Matt, he really does look nine foot tall, doesn't he? Nine feet tall. What? I mean, probably most of it's just the the tin can aesthetic, but... Yeah, it's probably just filled with shit. Yeah? (laughs) You know, just... It's got stilts in there or something. Oh, it has to. Never takes there's, it there's off. There's no way. You know, and just like... Oh, God, it's going to smell like shit. It doesn't worry about like the shit. bottom. You, oh! Yeah, you see how the feet were like kind of 
rusty corroded. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's pee, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I just was... don't like the guy, you know. I mean, I don't either. Yeah. I hope he's Echo's not just, like, people. moving those weird big eyes back and forth between the two of you. You guys hear a muffle, like, through the wall um, of, like, a little bit of a ruckus on the inside of the building that you guys are secretly inside of. Oh, yeah, we're um, not. I'm not quiet at all. Well, there's not, like, any sort of doorways or anything. Like, this is obviously, like, you know, a facade. You know, you're not mm-hmm. directly connected. They probably can't hear you, but you do hear, like, a little bit of a ruffling and, like, a greeting. And then you hear somebody sort of mutter out, like, come on down. It's story time. And uh, you can hear, like, people, like, starting to collect their things. Okay. So... This is a good time. Do you know how Tail Swap works? I've never been here. I've never been here, but I heard about it. So, this whole Tail Swap, swapping tails, um, I think it's like 40, 50 years old? It's after the Pale Wars, people gathered and they told stories, and then spirits started to tell stories back, and now everyone just sort of tells stories. And that's what they do, which is probably why Alamander's here. And, uh, Vivin. Because sort of... Everybody's persuaded by stories and stuff here. That's really how it works, right? Yeah. Okay. From what you uh, know of or have heard about. Okay. Sort of the... The laws here, basically stories. Okay, so it's story time. Mm Mm-hmm. Do we want to get in on that? Or do we want to keep talking in here? Do you think that we could sneak in? Probably. I mean, Alamander's there, and so is Vivin. So, everything's going to be on super high alert, so that's not good. We're not here for story time. No, we're not. We're here to kill somebody. It's a good distraction. No, but you just can't, you know, step out and stab him and walk off. We got the key to his house. But it seems a little too... Uh, you don't. Easy. Yeah, we do. Isn't he like the fucking Jarl or whatever? Viv and Vex? Yeah. No. No, this is a sovereign town. They have no power here. You have yeah, a key shit. to the Jarl's house. Ah, oh, my bad. Um, who is like, lives near the yurt and like actually runs the show around here. These guys are not a crown town. They've got crown in them to oh, okay. guard them, it looks like. My mistake. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought he was the one... Okay, alright, scratch that. I understand it now. So, yeah, uh, out, of ca- out of character, you guys just want to go, like, try and listen in? Yeah, I think that would be beneficial to us. Yeah. Okay, I mean, we need to... We need to do something, but we don't know... We need more of the situation on what's going yeah, on. That's yeah, the problem. Needs to be a lot of like and and if it's if it's if it's story time, story time. Uh if yeah. it's story time, um that would be a good opportunity for us to move about the town. Exactly. A little less noticed. Yeah. 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 Good uh, or more noticed because we're not at story time. Yeah. Mm. It's very true, but less eyes. Yeah. I just I'm not thinking, I'm thinking that it's not wise to try to um, put ourselves anywhere near Alamander. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. I get that. I just don't understand why the Obsidian Skin Man would want to kill him. I guess it's just to... Destabilization. Yeah, and just to frame you, really. That gets the Crimson on the Watchtower. Yeah. Yeah. And... More so than they already are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if we don't get caught, it's fine, it's whatever, but if a lot of people see us here and see that you guys have Watchtower badges on and everything, then... Herbers at this point is like well hidden. Oh, uh, I figured, yeah. but yeah. I just feel like that going to anywhere that has a big crowd to listen to a story, we're just putting ourselves out there. Oh, absolutely. And in danger of getting caught. Yeah. And that's not what I'm here for. Uh, I get that. Okay. Well, um What do you want to do? As of right now, um, Herbert is the only one with his face on a wall. You yep. just leave Herbert behind. Oof. Ooh. I don't like that. Ew. I mean, yeah. But he's an unknown unknown entity. That's true. And as far as we know, I mean, like, they seem to be out to kill Herbert. And by the time, like, in that that particular fight that caused all of that situation, Echo wasn't seen. That guy went blind before that happened. Yeah. That's true. I just feel bad about leaving you in this room. He'll drink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he just, he's like, I need to take a breather and get fucking wasted. But I'm just saying, that that is on the the table. Or it should be considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we, I mean, like, you guys shouldn't have to have the same kind of worries that Herbert has. Yeah, we're just people in a town right now. Yeah. Or we could go, like, say, Explorer of the Jarl's house. We could do that. I mean, but how would that benefit us? Never know. I mean, just a quick walkthrough. Might find something. That's true. So you're suggesting that E and Echo go wander out to the story time area? I think Welcome it would to be, hell. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that would be most beneficial okay it would be easier for scouting if you're not walking around with like a banner that says hey these are uh, criminals yeah (laughs) yeah okay that's good do we still hear them moving around and whatnot they uh sounds like they they have appeared to have left okay they're on their way out from their abode probably to the the yurt heading to the big old yurt okay so you want us to go out yeah, he yeah. will do anything. Yeah, because he's just trying to understand what you guys are doing. <clears throat> so yeah, Herbert's he's gonna he's gonna like let y'all know that idea. You know, I mean, I'm the only one that's officially wanted by the Crimson, so I could just stay behind. I know that uh, you hate me, but yeah, it's apparent. Uh, I'll go out and uh, scout around with you. Size really big. <laughs> I really just wanted to get in, do the job, and get out. That's never how it is, is it? Apparently not. Yeah, normally not how these things go. Now there's a uh, there's a there's a whole lot more politics in uh, assassinating a man who's important, who's friends with Alamander. So. Well. I mean, if nothing else, go out there and see if you can't get eyes on him and 
you know, see if you can't find a weak point on him. And Sounds take good advantage of that later when he's, you know, asleep or, you know, a little less guarded. All right. Again, okay. this is this one's not me. It's all you. I'm just here to tag along and make sure you don't die so we can get on to what's actually important. And therein lies the other question. Is this actually important? Mm-hmm. Well, we've already taken a bit of payment for this. So... We could give it back, maybe. Nah, don't give it back. No. Don't do that. That's dumb. How much did we get paid? Um, well, the tower got paid. And they got paid a lot. But that that's not going to be a reoccurring thing unless... Basically, the tower does what the Emerald Crown wants. The Emerald Crown gave, um, from what you heard or overheard, um, gave them 500 coin, which is enough to buy food, drink, uh, Herbert drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and all kinds of cool knickknacks for, you know, at least a couple weeks. I mean, you guys are pretty well off. Um, but yeah, basically, that's the start. And if it doesn't keep going, then they're not going to uphold their end of the deal and send money with Ozantica down. Yeah, and keeping them on our side, it's going to be for the better, because Herbert is a wounded man by the Crimson Crown. All right, let me suggest something to you. We go out, we listen to this story time, see who's out there, see what they're talking about, see if this is important, see if you guys want to kill this man, and then come back and reconvene with Herbert, who's going to be drunk by the time we get back. Yeah, probably. Okay. She stands up. Perfect. It's just just you and me out on the town. She's staring at you. Yep. <laughs> Herbert laughs at all this. <laughs> well, Echo, have fun. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> he points at his face. Famous, you know. No, I get, I, yeah, you're I pretty get famous. It. Pretty famous around these parts. Yeah. I'm sure some people around here have heard about me. Never know. All right, so we are yep. heading out the store. Yes. I guess. All right, you guys creep this the door. Is a bad open. idea. God, this is so terrible. Step up into the mud as uh, Herbert pops a cork. You guys, just the two of you, make your way oh, down to the yurt for story time. We'll see you next week. Ba-da-ba. <laughs> <laughs>